Oh, here we go. We got another one for you, pal. You ready? Get your popcorn, pal. We are at best major wrestling show. We have oh, arrived. Oh yes. It okay. all comes full circle. I'll I'll just I'll start by asking you this simple question. But what do you think was the best show of nineteen ninety? Was it? I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah. What do you think was the best pay per view of nineteen ninety eight? This pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. I mean, dare I say, am I wrong for saying SummerSlam 1998 with the Highway to Hell or maybe WrestleMania 14? Either of them? Uh, I- uh, you are. You're very wrong. It was Heat Wave from ECW. Okay. And what was the significance with, I mean, someone will remind me of this in the comments and something, how, how could you not know what happened at a heat wave? But was that a pay-per-view where some big incident happened? Like, what's so, you know, I, like, I, th- I think this was Taz and Sabu's big match. I, I'm probably right. wrong. Or maybe RVD had a main event. I don't know. Uh, what about 2000? Yeah, you, had the to hell, you had the highway to hell at SummerSlam and a God-tier ladder match in MSG with 20,000, like, avid fan or whatever. Yeah, Triple H and The Rock, they near they killed each other for this business. You know, you had wow. injured Stone Cold Steve Austin going up against a six foot ten man with Bret Hart is or not was Bret Hart? No, Bret Hart nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jim Ross screaming and calling to the crowd, loved every second out, whatever. Anyway, Kevin, well, let's let's what are the other big major wrestling shows? Two thousand. What was the big what was the big major wrestling show in two thousand? Best major wrestling show. Anything from Backlash through Fully Loaded, any of those three. Anything else? Any other guesses? Any other guesses? Um, Maybe Bash at the Beach 2000, right? That that infamous show. Oh, obviously. Yeah, this is is a wrestling observer list. So probably, I guess, AJPW struggling Don Taku night three part two. I don't know. It was Juicio Final from CMLL. Sorry, it was fellatio and CMLL. What? <laughs> who who we seal? That that's judgment. That's judgment in Espanol. So it, it's the, basically the final judgment. Oh, it was a great show. Um, what was the was it Mystico? Was the the person who won Wrestler of the Year '06? That one. Um, <laughs> uh, let, let me look Mystico. at the, let me look at the card for this. Let me see. Oh, let me look at the card. There was five <laughs> matches on the card. <laughs> there was five <laughs> matches on the card. <laughs> oh my god! There was five matches. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised they're like, "Oh, WCW Thunder, March 29th, 2000 was the best show." I'm surprised they didn't do that. Oh man, that's it was the final judgment from CMLL. Oh, ECW barely legal night three. Like, no, it, it's it's fellatio from CMLL. That's just. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, 2001 and 2002 was WrestleMania 17, and then SummerSlam 02. You, I'm sorry, get back back to the 2001. You got Backlash 2000, where the, the crowd in Washington is amped for three whole hours. The main event for The Rock and Triple H, and literally the WrestleMania main event for that year. You have Austin make his like iconic return after months on the sidelines, and wrestling's apex. A really fun show across the board. But instead, it's a five-match CMLL show that no one's heard of. That's the best pay-per-view. 
Because of course it is. Kevin Wobble. <laughs> of course, yeah. That's better than watching Triple H versus The Rock main event a pay-per-view. With Steve Austin coming out and smashing the McMahons with steel chairs in the skull, yeah. Of course. Of course. Oh, jeez. Yeah, then uh, 2001 was WrestleMania 17. 02 was SummerSlam. Oh. Yeah, I'm surprised they weren't like, they, they weren't like, oh, well, um, Wrestling Fanatico and CMLL Night 3 was the best <laughs> show of 2001, so WrestleMania 17. Like, what else is new at this point? Oh, just wait, pal. Just wait. There oh, we go. Oh, there we no. go. 2003. What was the best pay-per-view in 03? WrestleMania 19. There's no... just you, You're objectively wrong if you say otherwise. It was Final Conflict in Pride Fighting. <laughs> Final Conflict. <laughs> well, let me guess. Bob Sapp shoot, kicked someone in the teeth and broke their mouth. Is that what happened? Oh, man. Let's see the headliner. Uh, that was... A young Quentin Rampage Jackson defeating oh. Minoa in, in a minute and five seconds into the second round. That was the, I guess, the main event. I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend like that I was, And that was a, a better event and show than arguably, in some people's minds, the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Yeah, you had, okay. you had the, what, 20 years in the making, Vince and Hogan. Maybe you had Jericho and Michaels, which caters to this audience right here perfectly. Rock and Austin 3. You had Triple H brutally burying Booker T. You had Angle and Lesnar. That, that, that's probably why it didn't win because of Triple H and Booker T. Because Triple H pedigree Booker T. He did the crotch chop. He went and he went and made a baby with Stephanie. He did. He went and did a shot with Ric Flair at the bar. You know, he went and he was dancing with Candice Michelle. Then he went and had a, a, a creative meeting with Vince McMahon about how the about how Vince's match was going to go and how next night next night's Raw was going to go. And an hour and a half later, he came strutting out and pinned Booker T. That's that's probably why WrestleMania 19 lost, pal. That's just that is disgraceful. I mean, what was the show that won in 03 instead? Final conflict from Pride Fighting Championships. Well, you know, like this is the thing. It's like you don't see people on wrestling Twitter nowadays being like, "Oh my god, bro, like how effing good was Final Conflict 03 in New Japan Prideful Kickboxing World Championships?" Like, <laughs> bro. Exactly. Nobody ever talks about this stuff. Uh, all right, so oh five. What do you think? Give us a guess. Oh five. Mm-hmm. Wait, two thousand. What best pay per view of oh five? I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh, probably WrestleMania was damn good. Vengeance was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Survivor Series is really good. Yeah. Like, what, what? Uh, it was Destiny from Pro Wrestling Noah. Oh yeah, Pro Wrestling Noah. Pro, yeah, Kevin, you know Pro Wrestling Noah Destiny two thousand and five. How did you not like? Kevin, what was the main event for that show? Walk us through that. I think that was a young Hideo Itami. Oh no, it was it was Mazawa versus Kawada in a twenty seven minute match, pal. Yeah, that's of course it's better than WrestleMania twenty one. Yeah, of course it was. I actually had a friend at work a few years back give me the DVD to the show, and I never watched it. Are you he, still friends with this person? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> <seen him. laughs> he, yeah, he was trying to get me into to Japanese wrestling, and he was like, "Oh, you got to check out Pro Wrestling Noah, bro." He gave me Destiny 05. I remember I remember this specifically because he was raving. He's like, yeah, this is one of the best wrestling shows of all time. Easily. Easily one of the best. Um, all right, here's a, here's a, here's one. I got one for you that's going to just... This is another one that's going to make you laugh, I think. 2009, yeah. give me your best pay-per-view. Best pay-per-view of 2009? Ooh, good question. Mm. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Was there an objectively really good pay-per-view I'm not thinking of? Was that one? In 09? Uh, there was... Extreme Rules. Good. 
Well, WrestleMania, you had Sean and Taker, but that was it. Uh, Royal Rumble was what it was. SummerSlam was mid. Yeah. Um, Extreme Rules is the best draw of the year, I felt like that year. But yeah, go on. What, what was I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, open the historic gate, Dragon Gate USA. I'm sure that friend who's tape trying to tape trade you Noah DVDs will probably probably has that show and has watched it 15 times. Yeah, let me just read the card for for giggles from what is this? Uh, open the gate. Uh, yeah, open <laughs> uh, open the historic gate, <laughs> Dragon Gate. All right, the first match was Yamato versus B B times B Hulk. Uh, yeah. I, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the colony jigsaw and Mike Quackenbush versus <laughs> versus F I S T Amasis and Hollow Wicked. Fist Amansis? Uh, what? Fist Amansis? F I S T? What? Yeah, F I S T, and then that was a tag team. Icarus and Grand Akuma, and then so you had Mike Mike Quackenbush versus Fist Amansis. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah an eight man tag match. Uh, then Dragon Kid versus Masato Yoshino. Oh wow! And everyone's favorite wrestlers, the Young Bucks versus Warriors Dash Five, Sima and Susu. I don't even know. I'm not even pretending to pronounce their names. And then the main event was Naruki Doai versus Shingo. That was the best pay per view of 09, pal. Oh, of course it was. If you if you actually watch real wrestling, Kevin, you know that. Uh, 08 they got right with WrestleMania 24, thank God. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry they, they didn't do Open the Navigate Night 3 Part 4 or something like that. <laughs> I love that. I love the the just the, the dismissiveness. Uh, any any guesses for 06? God, 06, Jesus. Um, Unforgiven, maybe, ooh. Hmm. WrestleMania Sometimes 23. Uh, 22, 06. sorry. WrestleMania 22, sorry. I think it was decent. I I, I don't think Tony was a greatest show, but I mean, Tony was pretty good still. Um, yeah, a few yeah. good ones. What do you, yeah, what it, you it was uh, Glory by Honor Five Night Two from Ring of Honor. Oh, well, they're just clearly they're being dismissive of Night One, Kevin. I'm sure you had really good matches on that night as well. Yeah, let me Come see. On. Let me look at the main event of this one, pal. Oh, did, <laughs> Wikipedia doesn't even have the card listed for this. <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses for two thousand seven? Oh my god, oh seven. Um, Kevin, at this point, I don't bloody Survivor Series. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what was your I best pay per view? Uh, for me, it'd probably be WrestleMania twenty three. I love that. Yeah, actually, well, twenty three, twenty three, or Survivor Series was your best of those seven. Rumble was pretty good to be fair. Actually, like it, actually, it was Man Up from Ring of Honor. What? <laughs> yeah, Ring of Honor Man Up. That was the name of the. It was the main, look, I don't have a guess. It was the main event of that show Brian Danielson versus Austin Aries? No, it was the Briscoe Brothers versus Kevin Steen and El Generico. Oh, that's just tremendous. The Briscoes who have never left Ring of Honor. They're, wow. Let's love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's just wow. Oh, yeah. Brian Danielson was in the Ring of Honor World Champion match, so he lost. He was against, the challenger. Against who? Against uh, who? Takeshi Morishima. Oh, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and then let's see. Um, 2011 was Money in the Bank. Thank God. Uh, so then, any guesses for 2012? 2012 best show. You probably Extreme Rules. 
I think objectively is the best show of the year. But yeah. I mean, what was it? Yeah, that was good. Uh, King of Pro Wrestling from New Japan. Oh, of course. Now, any guesses okay. for 2013? SummerSlam, objectively. Uh, no, that is incorrect, sir. It was G1 Climax Day 4. <laughs> that is better than SummerSlam. 31-day tournament. Oh, my God. That That's better than John Cena versus Daniel Bryan with Penis Orton catching in on Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar versus Punk. Cena Punk vs. Brock Lesnar is objectively better than any match that happened on G1 Climax Day 4, 2013. Just, it's just... I, I would rather watch Brock vs. Punk four times in a row than watch the entire Day 4 of the 2013 G1 Climax. Yeah, because at least Brock Punk meant something. Like, this is the the fourth day of a bunch of different G1 matches. Like, oh my god, Kevin. What about 2014? Any guesses? Jesus. I mean, WrestleMania 30? Any others? Uh, what payback was good that year too, right? Oh no, no, the, 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 that's a one match show. That's Shield Evolution. That's it. But I mean, just generally, like WrestleMania was objectively like everyone should have loved it. Brian won the title in the main event. What more could they, these people want? It was a G One Climax Day Seven. Oh yeah, Kevin, you know G One Climax Day Seven Twenty Four. We all remember that, don't we? Yeah, let, let me look at the card for this real quick. Let's see if the card is out there. Oh, the card is not on Wikipedia for this one either. So, oh. That's Beautiful. Nice. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. This, this show is good and well renowned and talked about. When even Wikipedia, which has pages of literally everything, doesn't have the cards of the show. You know, you know, you know, your, your show is really mainstream. Like Wikipedia, didn't even have these CMLL cards. <laughs> well, well uh, from twenty fifteen, was there a pay per view worthy of being best pay per view in WWE? WrestleMania thirty one was probably your best bet. Um, outside of that, not really. Everything was pretty mid that year. No, it was Wrestle Kingdom yeah. Nine, pal. I mean, that's fair enough. I, I remember yeah. that show. I remember, I remember watching that one, and they Nakamura Styles. I was like, yeah, this is really good. Um, that's fair enough. That one. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom um, Ten, Wrestle Kingdom Eleven. They won the next two years, and then surprised. Dominion. Oh, bro, Dominion Seventeen. That's that one. No, Dominion Twenty Eighteen. That was, was I that think... the one. That Omega Okada and the. Hour and five yeah. minute one. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about yeah. That was the hour one. Yeah. yeah so nothing. No, no surprise there that New Japan won twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen. Um, yeah. Well, I'm actually a little surprised that they won twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen. I'm a little shocked by that. But no surprise yeah. that they won fifteen and eighteen. I mean, WWE. Those are not good years for WWE overall. Uh, twenty nineteen yeah. and twenty twenty. Obviously, AEW. Uh, Double or nothing, and then Revolution for twenty twenty. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let, let's let's go through worst major wrestling show there, John. Oh, this would be good. I actually think this might be the most well-rounded and maybe the best category. I, I think it, I think it is. It probably would be. I mean, because it's pretty easy to outline which WWE shows weren't good. Yeah, um, this one's pretty fair. Let's see. Uh, well, right off the bat, it starts off terrible. Eighty-nine WrestleMania five, like that uh, Hogan Macho Man, the Mega Powers imploding, like what? What more could you ask for, pal? Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, WCW Uncensored, 95, 96. NWO sold out. That was yeah, 97. That was terrible. Fall Brawl. WCW, no. easily WCW owns this category. <laughs> WCW. Fall Brawl. WCW's won a lot. Oh, my God. Wait, what, what was, what, was that Fall Brawl 95? 98. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to the show in 95 where you had Dustin Rhodes punching, I forget who it was, on the back of 
with hay bales on the back of a truck. I, whatever show that was, needs to win on 95. <laughs> right? You had Uncensored in 95. That was, yeah. that was, uh, yeah, that was, I think that was like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man had a babyface tag team match. Uh, let me look at the card. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, oh, it was Hulk Hogan versus Vader. And then uh, Randy Savage versus Earthquake. So that was basically flashbacks. 1988 WWF. I mean, flashbacks are just, yeah, as I mentioned there, when you have Dustin Rose punching, I think it was Roddy Piper on the back of literally a bunch of like hay bales as the trucks on the freeway. I think it was Road <laughs> Wild or something. That was awful. But anyway. That is bad. Uh, there was, apparently there was a promotion called Women of Wrestling. I don't know if they're still around. Uh, they, their show Unleashed was the worst in 01. Interesting. That's not very woke of wrestling as well. I know, I expect right? better. I, I expect right? better. Uh, 2002 King of the Ring. Yeah, that show was kind of trash. Blunt Steve Austin just didn't even want to show up at. <laughs> yeah, you had Brock Lesnar like pinning RVD like that was a big deal. Like we were all supposed to be like, oh my god, he he beat RVD. Oh my god, to end a pay per view like that was yeah that was lame. Uh, 03 Backlash. I don't remember much from this Backlash. That was the one where Goldberg beat The Rock. That was like all that show was. Um. Yeah, Goldberg Which I guess- versus Rock, Brock versus Cena, Big Show versus Rey Mysterio. Nah, yeah, not a lot yeah. there. Yeah, it could be, yeah, fair. That's reasonable. But I mean, that's the same O three. We have literally Kevin Nash in every world title match for that three months. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh four, oh five is the Great American Bash. I don't remember what happened at either Great American Bash in 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 04 so that was that one, and I think they made an Undertaker versus like the Dudleys in 04. Oh, that was show. this is when they were doing exclusive SmackDown shows, and SmackDown yeah. was super thin. Yeah, you had Cena like opening the card with RVD and Booker T. Yeah, the Luther then, Reigns versus Charlie Haas. What? <laughs> Didn't you have Undertaker versus the Dudleys in the main event of 04? Is that yes? Yeah, it was a handicap concrete match. Okay, I can see why that's the worst pay-per-view of the year. That, that sounds awful. I've not watched that ever. I never will. I would never, yeah. The only good match was Rey Mysterio versus Chavo. I'm just, I'm garnering. That was a good match. They went 19 minutes for the Cruiserweight title. Jesus, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the, the Great American Bash 05. Um, hmm. The main event was JPL versus Batista. Or JPL oh. won by disqualification. Oh God! <laughs> you want to have a guess what co-main evented Great American Bash 05? Uh, Randy Orton taking dump in Michelle McCool's um, bag. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Melina versus Tori Wilson. Melina versus Tori Wilson in a brawn panties match with Candice Michelle as a special guest referee. Wow! I'll on a fire on my network and watch that right now. That sounds good. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's objectively the most work rate in on in the entire pay per view, pal. There's more work right than any of these CMLL K1 death kickboxing matches we've heard of so far. So. <laughs> yeah, this was all. This show also featured Undertaker versus Muhammad Hassan in a number oh, one contenders on, match. <laughs> yeah, number Jesus. one contenders match at SummerSlam. Jeez, uh, bro, Muhammad Hassan is so political. He got canceled in wrestling in the mid two thousands, bro. That's bad, bro. <laughs> How do you how do you manage to get cancelled in 05 double? This is when Vince is saying the N word and uh, still Muhammad Hassan's getting cancelled. Like, yeah. That's how bad. Oh my god. Yeah, because WWE cuts this ang- does this angle where there's a bunch of people in black masks and the world thinks they're making fun of a, a, a like an airport security robbery that took place in the UK. 
Oh my god. Uh, well, but yeah, you, yeah, you got <laughs> Legion of Doom, Animal and Heidenreich versus Eminem. That sounds good. Uh, Booker T versus Christian, Orlando Jordan versus Benoit, the Mexicals, my favorite wrestlers, objectively, versus the BWO. <laughs> the Mexicals versus the BWO. My my cousins were out there in, in lawnmowers, riding out to the ring, drinking Coronas, and yelling at each other in Spanish. Well, you go to a Taco Bell and ask 100 people in your area who the Mexicals are. I guarantee you no one will know who they are, bro. <laughs> and then you had two Hall of Famers, Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. Sadly, they had to wrestle on this embarrassment of a pay-per-view. God, God bless the Observer readers for uh, for putting for blessing us with that. And then uh, 07, I will skip 06 because it was a UFC event. And mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was pretty bad, but uh, nobody cares to hear me talk about that. 07, December to Dismember. This is the one that I think we should watch and review one day That's for an episode six. of Elite That's Heat. That's always six, December to Dismember. Huh, okay, so I guess the Wikipedia page is wrong. Oh, no, this won the award in 07. I guess they counted it as uh, no. for 07. It was like within the this fiscal won- year. This should have won several different... um. Yeah, they should have been the only two-time winner. <laughs> it was that bad. It was... Yeah, wow. They should have won in 06 and 07. Yeah, this was... Uh, you had Ariel and Kevin Thorne versus Kelly Kelly and Mike Knox in a mixed tag team match. You had Elijah Burke and Sylvester Turkey versus the FBI. You know, just real quick, you know how it's bad when you can just raid the card and you're laughing how bad it is? Like, like normal, a regular show, you don't do that. But shows like this, you, you reading this makes me burst out laughing. It's that bad. It's, yeah, it's giggle worthy. You had Balls Mahoney versus Matt Striker in a Striker's wait, who, who Rules match. Who, wait, who was it? Balls Mahoney. Balls Mahoney, bro. <laughs> Balls Mahoney versus Matt Striker in a Striker's Rules match. What is a Striker's oh, Rules match, pal? You had Bobby Lashley versus Big Show versus Test versus RVD versus Hardcore Holly versus CM Punk in the second most underwhelming Elimination Chamber match of all time. With the most being women's one in 2020? Yes. Yeah, objectively, pal. Uh, Survivor Series 2008. Any memories from that one? Does that justify being here? Oh, hate. Um, That was Cena winning the world title, was it not? What, wasn't that the wasn't that the year where CM Punk was in the ring with DX and the crowd is chanting for CM Punk and Triple H was like he's right here. That was like sick. That one. That, that was that was when like it was like Punk. It was ACW CM Punk. He was just throwing in the ring with DX and the Hardys, and then the crowd was like CM <laughs> Punk and Triple H was like you're stealing my spotlight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. bury him in five years. <laughs> I don't even. Survivor Series, oh, wait, I'm having yeah. a mental blunt. Was that yeah, Edge I, and Tyco? I got the card here for you. I got the card. All right, so this is 08. So you have Team HBK. You ready for this? This is Shawn Michaels is headlining a team or captaining a team that consisted of the Great Khali, Crime Time, and Rey Mysterio to take on Team JBL Maggle. JBL captained a team that featured the Miz and Morrison, Kane, oh. and Montel Vontavious Porter. That is, that's such a, 
That's that has to be the most underwhelming five on five Survivor Series match. Has to be, ever. That's, that's up there with the seven on seven women's one in twenty thirteen. It was Team Total Divas versus oh, Team WWE, and every every seventeen seconds that was a pinball. <laughs> yeah, you got you got Shawn Michaels is the only star in this match. Oh, hey, and, and, and Rey Mysterio, not oh, JBL. Yeah, but JBL captaining a Survivor Series yeah. team against Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And then you had uh, the women's match. You had Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. That was, yeah, that's just, you can imagine 08, Ruthless Aggression Era, Divas. That's Phoenix glam slamming everyone and pinning everyone, probably. Basically, yeah. Then you had yeah. The Undertaker versus Big Show in a casket match. <laughs> and then we got yet another five-on-five elimination match. This one was, you had Penis Orton as a captain. Oh, Jesus, God. And he <laughs> faced Team Batista. So Orton had Cody Rhodes. You know, he had a 22-year-old Cody Rhodes with too much oil and a diaper. Mark Henry, Shelton Benjamin, and Mr. Footwork, William Regal. Oh, my God. And he had, oh God. <laughs> he had Tony Atlas. <laughs> to- Tony Atlas is in the corner of Team Orton for some unknown reason. Who's the baby face? Is Batista the baby face here, I guess? He must be because this is this is Randy Orton humping the floor, like trying to like punt Triple H's wife. Like that's that Randy Orton. Exactly. Then you had Team Batista, Batista, Punk, Kofi, Matt Hardy, and R Truth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then you had Edge versus Vladimir Kozlov and Triple H. Oh God! Oh my Lord! <laughs> and then oh, that's right. Had... Cousin Jeff Hardy couldn't make the pay per views. They they put in Vladimir Kozlov instead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Then you had Cena versus Jericho for the world right. title, and Cena beat Jericho. In like a fourteen-minute okay match, and the crowd was mid when he won. Wow! Yeah, what, what an event! What yeah. an event! Wow! And then, uh, oh, then oh nine, oh ten, oh eleven is all TNA, total nonstop okay. action wrestling, baby. Uh, Victory Road, Hardcore Justice, and then everyone's favorite pay per view, Victory Road. It was one of them, the Jeff Hardy High Show. Yeah, that was Victory Road. Uh, that, that's an iconic. That's an iconic pay per view. I've, I've watched that Jeff Hardy match so many times. Oh, me too. And then uh, uh, UFC one forty nine, and then Battleground thirteen and fourteen. That seems oh, okay, yeah. Oh yes, as as somebody grew up at this time, that was yeah. yeah Battleground twenty thirteen is one of the worst. Play- that the only thing on that show is even half worth watching is Cody and his brother Dustin beating the Shield. Like Kevin, outside of that, we literally had Big Show coming out at the end of our. Big WWE Championship main event, punching everyone on the show and off the air. <laughs> I love that. He's punching everyone. Yeah, you have Ryback on the poster of Battleground 13. Oh, my God. That's a bad sign. They opened the show with, like, Del Rio and, like, RVD having a fake personal match, which no one was into, and the crowd was dead. Like, no one was into, pal. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was... Also, Battleground, Battleground 2014 was they threw Cena, Reigns, Orton, and Kane in the fatal four-way of the... The, the title Daniel Bryan couldn't defend anymore. And then what the, the rest of the show, nothing happened. It was, they were going to do Ambrose and Rollins, then they just didn't, and then that was legit the show. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I remember Miz won a battle royal to win the Intercontinental title. I remember that. Oh, and God. You, you had, what wasn't that Jericho and Wyatt as well? I think that was, yeah, what a time. That was, I think, like, the best thing on that show was, I think, Swagger and Rusev, I think, but yeah. Yeah, let me see. Uh, let's see what else we got here. 2017 Battleground again. 
I, that was the JD from NY review. That, yeah. that was the, it just he's literally humping a, a plushie in that review. That was amazing. That was great, Kali returning right to help Jinder Mahal win the Punjabi prison match. Yep. Kevin Dunn, Kevin Dunn, Bruce, Bruce. Oh, it was just yeah. Iconic, it. yeah. WrestleMania 32 in 2016. No shot there. That was close. I have a quick guess. Um, 2018. Oh, dude. Um, you already know this one. one. You know this one. Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, evolution. No. <laughs> nah. Uh, WrestleMania 34. <laughs> nope. Um, you know this okay. one. You know this one. I'm tra- well. Um, Greatest Royal Rumble. Nope. Um, this should be an easy I, one. There's a show I'm having a complete blank on it. Was it like Crown Jewel? Between, hmm? Crown Jewel. Oh, I totally, I legitimately just forgot that existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's just, that's uh, bald Shawn Michaels and then Triple yeah, H tearing I'm, his pec. I'm sorry, I don't know. that was so bad. As you saw, you just saw that right there. I legitimately suppressed that from my memory to the point I didn't think it existed. Exactly. That's how bad that show is. Like, oh, yeah. Then I don't even have to say 19 and 20. You already know those. Yeah. Hell in a Cell 2019 and then 2020 is Kevin. Give us that one. No, no. 2019 is not Hell in a Cell. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, 20, Hell in a Cell did not win 2019 where it showed you. What, they gave it to Crown Jewel again? No, Super Showdown. Oh, the, the, yeah, Goldberg nearly killing Mark Halloway. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then 2020 is Goldberg squashing the fiend. That show wasn't even that horrible when you actually watched it, but yeah, anyway, fair no, but wasn't that yeah. wasn't that AJ Styles like, get, like having a confrontation with the Undertaker? Like Undertaker came yeah, that out, was, that was slammed the, him. That was the, the seven man gauntlet for the two white trophy that Mark Calloway is the proud winner of the two white trophy. Two white trophy. T U W A I Q. However you say that. Too woke. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Too woke. I don't know. Now here's a here's a fun one. This one is best wrestling maneuver. Uh, what, what do you think won best wrestling maneuver in 1998? Oh God, it's probably what whatever uh, Taka Mishinoku's finisher is. <laughs> you, you would think in 1998 it would be the Stone Cold Stunner, right? God no, God no. Austin, he doesn't put people over. No, it, it clearly has to be the Mishinoku driver. All right, if it's not the Stone Cold Stunner, then maybe the Tombstone Pile Driver, right? Maybe, maybe the Choke Slam. Yeah. Like, no, it was the Burning Hammer from Kenta Kobashi. Yeah, so. because you've got kids all over the globe hitting burning hammers on their brothers and sisters in their living rooms. Like, get out of here. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. Uh, you have Petey Williams with the Canadian Destroyer. So Petey Williams is the guy we have to blame for ruining wrestling and introducing the Canadian Destroyer. That's why that name rings a bell. Because when he said with the Rookie of the Year thing earlier, yeah. He he won it in 0405, so that's around when he got started. Yep. Uh, let's see if there's any other funny ones here that would crack you up. So I could pop you, pal. Uh, 2002, Brock Lesnar won it with the F5. That's... Oh, I love it. That that's Probably, legitimately yeah. the only one. Oh, okay, the Superfly Splash by Jimmy Snuka, and the Military Press by the British Bulldog. That's fair. Uh, the Frankensteiner yeah. as well by Scott Steiner. That's also fair. Oh, Rey Mysterio's Frankensteiner uh, from the from a flip dive. That's also fair. That that changed wrestling forever. Oh, and the Diamond Cutter won it. So those are the good ones. 
Uh, the Style Clash also won it in 03. Interesting. Style Clash winning it in 03 and not like... 20, Every other year. Yeah, like 2017 or something. Um, the Young Bucks in 09. More bang for your buck. That one. Oh, Oh god! Yeah, and they use that in Chikara, Dragon Gate, PWG, Ring of Honor, and TNA. You know Chikara, yeah. You know, get got your Chikara DVDs. Yeah, but <laughs> when, when, when I'm at the break room and I and I'm talking to the lovely people at work, you know, like I'm talking to to like an, a new guy, I'm like, hey, bro, you seen Chikara 2009, right? <laughs> and then he's like, oh yeah, man, that was when the Young Bucks hit more bang for your buck, and then that we're we're best friends forever. Instant bond. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm, there's like there's like a new cashier, and I'm going to introduce myself, and, and I go up to her, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, nice to meet you." And and then she's like, "Oh, what do you do for fun?" I'm like, "Oh, I watched Chikara 2009," and then she's like, "Oh my god, you too? Oh my god, I thought I was the only one that watched Chikara 09 in my free time." Do you, want to, do you want to hear the history of this promotion? I'm going to bluntly read you, Chikara. <laughs> oh, Jesus In the Christ. summer of 2000, after a reckless youth, Tom Carter had been released from his WWF developmental <laughs> deal. <laughs> he, Mike Quackenbush, and Don Matoya started talking about starting a wrestling school. This would later lead to Chikara Pro Wrestling. <laughs> wow. What a what a way what a way to introduce this pal. Reckless youth, Tom Carter got released from his developmental deal. So Vince McMahon was like, you're a waste of space. You're a waste of budget. Get off our payroll. You're fired. And then he had to make Chikara. Oh, my God. That is great. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, let's see. 2012-2013, the Rainmaker wins it. 2010-2011, the double rotation moonsault by Ricochet. I don't even know what that is. Double rotation moonsault. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Um yeah. Can you, oh, AJ Styles wins the Styles Clash in 2015 in New Japan, the Ring of Honor, of course. Not He didn't win it at all in his time in WWE, but he won it in 2015. Well, let me ask you a question. What makes a 2015 Styles Clash better than the 03 Styles Clash? <laughs> you're, you're putting too much logic into this. You're not supposed to think that normally about this, Kevin. Well, was it the way that he executed the pin? The way he flipped over his opponent and then he, he put his hand on their butt as he pinned them? Right, was that he had when he wrapped the right leg around his, or his opponent's leg around his right arm. He had more he had more tension in his uh, right uh, bicep brachii when he did it in 2016 as opposed to 03. So therefore, it was more impactful. Like, how funny is it? Oh, there's another. Oh, I got something else to say that you're going to find funny. But how funny is it that it, like he goes 12 years without winning the award? He wins it in 03, goes 12 years without winning, and then gets it in 05. That's just funny. Um... <laughs> So Kenta won in 06 and 07 for the go to sleep. But CM Punk did not win for the go to sleep. Well, because Phil Brooks clearly stole that move from Kenta Kobayashi. But he is going to win the 2022 award, though. 100%. 100% he wins the 2022 award for the go to sleep. I, w- I would put money on that right now. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it, Cole. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The sure. Meltzer driver in 2014. That's funny. Uh, well, that's th- not bad. No, not at all. Not at all. The one-winged angel, you're going to get a kick out of this. The one-winged angel has won the award four times. <laughs> right. Okay. 2016, 17, 18, and 2020. And then Will Ospreay wins in 2019. He dethroned the one-winged angel with his Stormbreaker. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. Um, so th- my takeaway here is 
2016, 17, 18, and 2020, Kenny Omega wins the award. Right? He wins it for the Little Winged Angel. But the Stone Cold Stunner, the RKO, the Shooting Star Press, none of these moves have won Best Maneuver. That's that's funny. That's great. Wow. That's just, wow. Yeah. I, I think people are going to like this, pal. We've gone almost two hours. This is hilarious. This is, I, I'm amazed at some of this stuff. It's, it's just, it, yeah, it's just. It's only cool with people who've never heard of it, I guess. That's, I guess, what the mentality is. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some uh, most disgusting promotional tactic ones we can go over to real quick. Yeah. I think we can it. break this into a two-parter, bro. <laughs> we can do, do really? an hour. Yeah, release an hour next week and then the other hour the week after. I think, yeah, he's, I think that's a shout. I think that's a shout, you know. Here, 1989, most disgusting promotional tactic. Jose Gonzalez. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jose Gonzalez's babyface push one year after murdering Bruiser Bodie. Oh my god. Wow. Um, wow. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Um. Oh my. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's... Jesus. Oof, my god. Okay. Uh, most disgusting promotion... <laughs> This is a... I love the name of the award as well. Most disgusting promotional tactic. Yeah, do you want to hear some of them? Like a lot of them are pretty disgusting. Go for I, it. I, I, I'll give you some legitimately disgusting ones, and I'll give you some like, oh, this is Goldberg winning is disgusting, bro. Hmm. I'll give yeah. you some of those too. So in nineteen ninety four, no, I'm sorry, nineteen eighty five, the usage of Mike Von Erich's near death was used to sell tickets by World Class Championship Wrestling. Uh, why you, why you bluntly say that is too much. And they too actually much. won the award. Yeah, I know, right? They won the award four years in a row. So uh, world world class championship wrestling. Yes, it started in '85, oh. and then oh in '86 they won it for comparing Chris Adams' blindness angle with the death of Gino Hernandez. Oh my god! What what is this? Oh and my god! Then in '87 they won it for the exploitation of the death of Mike Von Erich. And then in 1988, they won it for Fritz von Erich's fake heart attack. So Fritz von Erich's, two of his sons, I believe at by 1988, two of his sons had committed suicide. And one of his sons died from a disease. And then he's out there having a fake heart attack on live television. That's smart. Yeah, that, that makes, that makes Jesus sense. Christ. Oh, my God. Wow. So those are actually disgusting a- angles. And then in 1982... Bob Backlund as WWF champion was voted the most disgusting promotional tactic. I don't know why. Maybe there's some context to it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't. Wow. Yeah, I'm, gonna look, I'm just going to type in Bob Backlund criminal. See if anything comes oh, up. God. This category is too much. It's yeah. the way you bluntly described the Fritz von Erich one. I, 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 I had to stop myself from bursting out laughing. But what the tactic was was like, awful objectively but the way you say it, it <laughs> nearly makes me die laughing oh that's terrible oh. that is oh god all right well there's more pal there's more so yeah. um yeah there was exploiting the persian gulf war in 1991 by the wwf their first appearance pal oh first of many oh here's one here's one for you frontier martial arts wrestling oh god i i Asushi Anita 
stabbing Jose Gonzalez two years after Brody Bruiser Brody stabbing case. No, no, that can't be real. That's real. Yep, that is real. That happened in Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, whatever that is. Of course, of course, in in a promotion no one's heard of, something that horrible has to happen. Of of course, that. All right, here we go. Now we're I'm gonna tie this around and I'm gonna make sense out of this whole thing. 1992, WCW wins the award. So we go from the companies winning the award. You have Fritz von Erich having a fake heart attack after two of his sons have legitimately, three of his sons have legitimately passed away. You have Fritz von Erich faking a heart attack. You have Jose Gonzalez being pushed as a babyface after he murdered a wrestler in his own locker room. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then in 1992, WCW wins the award because Bill Watts gave his son a push. <laughs> The payoff was good for that, right? The payoff, the way I built that up, the payoff was good, huh? I met Fritz von Eric and he thought <laughs> just Bruce Brand and that. Wow, that, that was that was delivered well. <laughs> that, was really that was great. Oh, and then, um, yeah, fake Diesel and Razor Ramon. WWF wins that for 1996. That is that is the most disgusting angle in the in w, in wrestling in 1996. So you go from. Literally, like murderers getting babyface pushes, like companies doing these dark, horrible things. The families have gone through immense tragedy, and, and but yet yeah, Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard and Jim Cornette pushing a fake Diesel on a, a children's TV show is apparently so bad. They gave like, two men paydays and salaries for months. <laughs> That's a terrible promotional tactic, pal. They gave Glenn Jacobs an exponential amount of money. To play a role in a kid's show for one segment a week, therefore they're evil. Ridiculous. Yeah, when you put it that way, it's even more ridiculous. Oh, then it gets serious again. 97 is the Melanie Pillman interview on Raw the day after her husband's death. Um, yeah. Um, that's, the, that's the infamous one where Danielson explains how the, the Vince McMahon did that for the writings. It was for the writings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And then in 98, exploiting Scott Hall's alcoholism by WCW. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm laughing because I read 2000, not because I read 1999. Just have to make that clear. Okay. Just 2000 okay. will make you laugh. I'm, I'm going to read 97, 98, and 99 again, and then read 2000. So 97, Melanie Pillman's interview on Raw, WWE wins. WCW wins in 98 for Scott Hall's alcoholism being used in angles. WWF wins in 1999 for the over-the-edge pay-per-view continuing after the tragedy. And then 2000 wins, or 2000 WCW wins for putting the world title on David Arquette. Listen to that comparison between 99 and 2000. 99, there was a, a tragedy where a man lost his life and kids are growing up without a father because of a, a, a terrible incident. And 2000, a, a show that was going off the rails as is gave the belt to a celebrity for like a night. Like, yep. wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, wow, that's wrestling observer, pal. Yeah, and then here we go again. Uh, 2000, 2001, Stephanie McMahon comparing her father's indictment to the September 11 attacks. And oh my then God. 2002, wow. Triple H accusing Kane of murder and necrophilia. Uh, yeah, Katie Vick. And then 2003, McMahons are all over the product. <laughs> like, Bruh. Which one is not like the other? The president phrase that is 
like in some way Vince McMahon brutally attacks and beats up own daughter on live pay-per-view. I'm surprised I didn't do that. Like, oh god, you can't get no mercy. Oh, three power the I quit match between Vince and his daughter, but yeah. Jeez. All right, let's see. Let's keep, let's keep this going. 2004, Kane and Lita pre- pregnancy, wedding, miscarriage angle. The famous oh uh, <laughs> the famous punting of the baby by oh. Snitsky. Uh, 2005, not editing out a terrorist angle. Muhammad Hassan attacking The Undertaker on t- oh, that, that aired on the day oh. of the London bombings. Oh, my God. 06, oh. the exploitation of the death of Eddie Guerrero. And then, uh, um, yeah, this gets pretty dark. 07, signing of Adam Pacman Jones and having him make it rain on television when his doing so in a strip club led to the paralysis of a wrestler. Oh, wait. That was huh? a weird one. Jesus. Yeah, that was a mouthful. Big mm. mouthful. Um, 08, teasing a Jeff Hardy drug overdose to garner late interest in a pay-per-view. I do not remember that. Why that's worded? I I can't. It, it's like what they're oh what they're doing is bad. Just the way it's worded, teasing it light interest in the pay per view. You do something horrible. <laughs> when when did WWE when did WWE tease Jeff Hardy having an overdose? I feel like I would remember that. It's like prior to the pay per view to hype you up, and they they showed Jeff Hardy's like a struggling addict from like two thousand and four in the package. Probably all they did. Oh God. And then 09, Mickey James, Piggy James angle. You compare that to some of them, it's like, bro, come on. 2010, stand up for WWE campaign launched in coincidence with Linda McMahon's US Senate run. Your area of expertise, Kevin. You love Linda's Senate campaign. Oh, that's funny. Uh, here we go. Bro, was in the Senate, bro, and Vince McMahon was in a hospital bed on Raw with Linda stickers <laughs> on his chest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that video is so funny. We have to watch that on a stream one day. I love that. You got you have Vince McMahon waking up like he just got out of like heart surgery. He's like, oh, where am oh where am I? Oh, oh I'm in a coma. Oh, 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 Linda for president. Oh, <laughs> um, 2011 promoting anti-bullying despite blatant mistreatment of Jim Ross. There goes uh Punk's old line from the pipe bomb there, pal. <laughs> 2012, CM Punk and Paul Heyman. Oh, geez, I remember this. CM Punk and Paul Heyman exploiting Jerry Lawler's real-life heart attack, playing footage of him near death. Oh, God, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that was bad. That was just... Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that was fair bad. Enough. Yeah, that was just, that was, the whole bit was that people... The fans were just refusing to, to boo Punk because everyone was cheering him for like the last two years. And then they, they were like, oh, well, what can we do to get him hate? Let's just have him... Make fun of Jerry's real life heart attack. That'll get hate. Like, oh yeah, here we go. And 2013, the exploitation of the death of Bill Moody. Death of Paul huh? The death. The death of Paul Barrow. Yeah, the Paul Barrow. Yeah. Yeah. The exploitation oh. of that. Yeah. Yep. No surprise. Here's a funny one. 2014, insulting fans who purchase pay per views. Oh come on! That's 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 weak. That one. That's not. That's not a legitimate one. Yeah, 2015. Oh, I remember this. Using Reed Flair's death in an angle. Oof. Oh my god. Oh well, yeah, wasn't that the one where they had was that um That was Paige. Yeah, that's what that was it wasn't the contract signing they did in like the main event of Raw, which the Smart Glasses turned off and refused to watch, but it turned out to be Paige mentioning Reed Flair. I was like, bro. Yeah, that was absolutely disgusting. Um promoting Jimmy Snooker as a hero. 
How good was the 2014 one? I mean, just run, run us by the 2014 one again, pal. Oh, insulting fans who purchase pay-per-views. That, that was like Triple oh, H being like, ooh, you paid $10, ooh. Well, that means it's JBL going, ah, oh, you'd be stupid to pay for it and now and you can pay Michael. <laughs> that's apparently the most, that's the most disgusting promotional tactic. And it's on the same level, based on this award, as stuff like, you know, the, the Von Erich tragedies being exploited and Bruiser Brody and all these, oh my God, the over-the-edge thing going hard and all this horrible stuff. JBL going, ah, by the network, that's as bad. Yeah, CM Punk and Paul Heyman laughing at Jerry Lawler being wheeled into an ambulance is just... That's <laughs> I how, like that. I like that. That's on the same level as JBL screaming at people who, like calling them idiots for paying $49 for pay-per-view. And like, that was when he had the note cards. I remember, I'll never forget watching Raw and seeing this. JBL was like, people are paying $49.99 for the Div Div Ye Network. Well, now you can pay $9.99. <laughs> like, that is as bad as the Von Eric stuff and the over the edge and everything. No, oh, I remember so those two where Michael Cole is walking you through how to sign up for the network, and then he's like, "You see, if you just uh, pay one year at the WWE Network, it'd be a hundred dollars, and then you, that that's the equivalent of WrestleMania and one other pay per view if you buy it separately." That's amazing. Yeah, twenty seventeen promoting Jimmy Snook as a hero. Uh, not long after his trial over the death of Nancy Argentino. This yeah. award is made for you. Like, like these, these are like the dark side of Bonefight Hate videos, these ones. Oh, yeah, these bro. The- oh, yeah. You already know. Yeah. Then you have 2018-19 Saudi Arabia. Easily, yeah. 2020, firing people during a global pandemic in a year, in a year in which they were setting profit records. Uh, uh, yeah, when you're, when you're worded as bluntly as that, it sounds bloody horrible. It does. Yeah, yeah firing people. Uh, firing people, pal. Yeah, so you Johnny Ace be like, hey, 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 Buddy Murphy, you you don't have what it takes anymore, bye. Like, is that of interest? 2021, most disgusting promotional tactic? Um, probably something Nick Khan related or something to do with releases again, probably. Yeah, yeah, the, the Nick Khan shoot interview would probably be it. Yeah, Nick Khan's forcible firing and removal of many talented workers in the middle, in the heart of a global pandemic of the Delta strain. Oh, jeez. That sounds even worse. Yeah. Um, let's see. Worst television show. Anything funny here to mention? I mean, uh, Raw's probably going to win it for like 17 straight years. Yeah, Raw won it 11 times already. Only 11. That's not that bad. I, mean, I expect like Raw would have won it near, nearly every year from about 2003. On. They've won it. Um, they did win it in 02 and 03. Wow. And they won it in yeah. 06. And they yeah. won they've won it since 2014, basically. They've won it every year since oh since 14. That's not surprising at all. That is not surprising. It's fair enough. And Impact Wrestling had a good run too. Impact Wrestling won it from 07 to 2011, and then they won it again in 2013. What's well, so that? You tell me the band where you have Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Sean Walton coming out there with a, a remix of the NWO theme, throwing up the band sign that that's not getting ratings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, worst match of the year. Let's see. Um, hmm, any funny ones here? A- Eighty-seven Hulk Hogan versus Andre. That's just disgusting. Oh, that's gross. That's disgusting. disgusting. Oh my god, disgusting. Gross. The only thing I have to mention is that this is the Bray Wyatt Award. 
And it's funny that Bray Wyatt is going to join AEW, which is a match marked federation. Wait, hold on. So you say it's the Bray Wyatt Award. So let's run let's run by that. Um let's let's have a think what the, the worst matches that Bray Wyatt's been a part of would be. So presumably 2019's Fiend Rollins, presumably. Yep. Yep. 2020 is probably Fiend Goldberg or Fiend versus Cena in the front house. Neither. Of those. Neither of those, no. Oh, was it oh no, it was the one at um was it Money in the Bank? Was nope. it that one? Really? The Swamp Fight. Oh, that's, that was on Extreme Rules. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking. It was one of the Strowman matches. I remember that one, yeah. Um, so that was that one. And yeah, I mean, God. Has he won it many, any other times? Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, he's won it He's won it four times. Oh, Jesus. What, the other two. Um, yeah, you, you know you know one of them, at least. I, I don't know both. I'm trying to think of them. Like, hmm. uh, what, So they've won years. 2014 and 2017. Oh. Oh, 2014. Worst match of the year. Let me guess, the last man standing match was Cena? Nope. No? Jesus. Um... Oh, 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 oh. Was it the, 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 the TLC match was Ambrose? Nope. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, with Ambrose on the exploding monitor and then... <laughs> oh, I, I remember that. that. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's worst matches. It was 2014. It was the, the steel cage match with Cena. That wasn't been that. Yep, that was the worst worked match, pal. The worst match. That was the year they did well, friggin' C. And the worst match of the year is is a bunch of eight year olds in sheep masks singing "Whole World in His Hands" as three six foot five men struggle to beat John Cena in a cage. That was literally the match. Anything? Anything about uh, twenty seventeen? Any guesses? I was, I was barely watching it this time. I guess. Probably something versus uh, I don't even know what was this one. It, it was it WrestleMania 33, the the match with the maggots. Oh god, I remember that. Oh yeah, I, was, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was terrible with, with the maggots on the ring, the worms, and you got the referee conveniently sliding out of the ring every like three minutes to try and get the get the maggots projections more clean. Jesus I know, right? Christ. Yeah, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Yeah, so so Bray Wyatt's gonna go to a match mark fed. And the same people that voted him for the worst match of the year four four times, a record four times, they're going to be cheering him. Exactly. Like, yeah, everyone's hanging out for Bray Wyatt because, yeah, you know, as mean, if there's, like, oh, ignore the steel cage of Cena, ignore all this stuff they've hated on for years. No, it's fine now. You can go to AW. To be fair, it, two of those are accurate. WrestleMania 33 and Hell in a Cell 2019. Those are accurate. That was the worst match in 2017. Really? I'm sure. Morrison, White, and Orton? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I was there live, so I got the bias. Yeah, in in the terms of you have your WrestleMania WWE Championship match, this is the same match which Austin's fought Shawn Michaels at, the same Austin Rock. Like, fair enough, that match in 2017 was maggots being projected onto the ring. I get it. I'm not saying it was good. But this is the worst match of the year. Like, I'm thinking worst match. I'm thinking just like an absolute train wreck, abomination, disaster. Like, uh, I'm sure there's something. Also, on top of that, they should have just done Cena Styles. Yes. For the WWE title. Right. Like, there's, yeah. Um, 2014 versus Cena, that's just ridiculous. And then the match with Strowman, you, you could say other matches were worse. I don't know any off the top of my head, but you could say others were worse. I, I, I'm watching wrestling that whole year. I don't think. Didn't Reigns and Baron Corbin have a dog food fight on SmackDown? Like, come on now. Come yeah, on true, now. true. That's true. 
I'm like, bro, like there, there was some SmackDown, especially during like the apex of its like like went really bad in the first half of 2020. They did some stuff on that show. So yeah, I'm sure hmm. something was. Here we go. Uh, let, let, let's uh, let's go to worst feud of the year, pal. Let's see. Any that stick out? To, oh, this is another one that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Hulk Hogan vs. the Warrior from '98. That's funny. That yeah, that's. Fair. I think we're done worst. I think we're done worst feud of the year. Or we what are we were we guessing best feud of the year? We're that was best feud of the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. 2001 WWF vs. the Alliance. You're happy to hear that. Yep. Wow, Kane has won this award a lot. Kane has won this seven times. Oh. Wow. Jesus. You want to hear all the ones Kane has won? I'll kind of try and guess some of them. I think Kane is Kane versus Snitsky or the one with the baby in 04. Yes, yes. That one, mm-hmm. that one's definitely one. I think Kane versus, um, I guess, Rollins in 2015. Um, no. That's tribute. No. No? Mm-mm. Oh, Jesus. I'd go, for, go for it. Listen. All right, so 2002, Triple H versus Kane. Uh, oh, Kane, yeah. Katie Vick. That's a, yep. Uh, Let's see, 2003. So he won it three years in a row. 2003 versus Shane McMahon. And then 04, the whole Snitsky baby stuff. Uh, 07, he won it again twice in a row. 07, Kane versus Big Daddy V. And then Kane versus Rey Mysterio. I don't remember either of those feuds. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, 2010, Edge versus Kane. I don't remember that one either. Uh, 2012, John Cena versus Kane. The whole, you know, embrace the hate crap. Yeah. Uh, then you had... Was that it? Yeah, that's it for Kane. Oh, and then Big Show versus The Authority in 2013. Oh, don't remind me of that. That was... Big Show versus The Authority. That was just... Paul White coming out there crying. You got Stephanie screaming at Big Show, slapping him. I'm gonna... I'm gonna fire you! Like, oh my god. Yeah, that was disgusting. Disgusting, bro. Uh, let me see if there's any others that are worth mentioning. That's kind of shocking that Kane, Kane is one that I, I feel like most of those are justified. I don't remember the ones from the the mid the late 2000s and then the Edge vs. Kane feud. I don't remember those, but Cena vs. Kane was bad. That was like Kane throwing a, an injured Zack Ryder off the stage. That was brutal. Um, mm-hmm. Worst promotion of the year. Hmm. Wow, this is hilarious. So, worst promotion of the year. Who do you think has the most in this category? God, the the worst promotion of the year. I mean, who do we think? Uh, WWE? No, sir. Oh. TNA? Yep, TNA. TNA won it yep. from, tw- from 2007 to 2017. TNA won it every year. That's, that's so good. <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that. That's uh, fantastic. WCW also wanted a bunch too. They wanted from ninety three to ninety five, and then they wanted from ninety eight to two thousand one. Wow, Jeez. that wow. that also goes back to the theory of that. Yeah, the the niche audience has always been the same. Like, how is ninety eight WCW the worst wrestling on TV or the worst wrestling in the world? <laughs> what how? about what about these what about these garbage feds where thirty people are watching? Like these the same feds who won all these awards like, in the coming years. Like, are they just not bad at all? Are they really good? Like, Yeah. Ridiculous, bro. Objectively ridiculous. I guess I guess in 1998, you didn't have Chikara around, which was founded because a guy got released from developmental and then had to create his own promotion. 
<laughs> oh, here we go. This is a good one. All right. Best Booker. Well, they're going to bring out the Tony Khan Award in about two years, so. Yes, currently it's the Gato Award. Starting to be the Khan Award. So Gato's probably won it every, every year of the 2010s, um, and then Khan's going to win every year of the 2020s. Basically, yeah. So here, let's hear some Best Booker, so. 87. How did Russo ever won this award? Russo? Mm. No, Russo, no. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, 87 is Vince McMahon. Uh, let's see. Vince, he didn't win it again. Wait, so. Hold, hold on. So, that they, so, Vince books Andre versus Hogan, which is the biggest, most you know, mainstream box office big match in wrestling history. That gets voted worst match of the year. But they give Vince best booker of the year. Okay, sure. Makes sense, well, yeah. And then and then Eddie Gilbert wins it in 1998 for Continental Wrestling Federation. You know, the Continental Wrestling. Kevin, when you're sitting there in your break room at work with 15 <laughs> minutes you have to start your shift again, and you're talking about Continental Wrestling Federation 1989, of course, Kevin. Come on now. That's how I get cool points for being the guy that knows what Continental, Continental Wrestling Federation is, pal. Imagine you're in a nightclub and you're just like, you can't hear yourself thinking, you're like screaming, and you're like, I've watched the Continental Wrestling Federation. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, 1989, 1990, 1991, when WWE is doing record profits, you got Hogan versus Macho Man. You've got uh, Hogan versus Warrior. You've got WWE using mainstream coverage of the Persian Gulf War in 1991. And then on the other channel, you've got Ric Flair just running wild, hanging out with strippers, and then putting on 60-minute classics with Ricky Steamboat, Sting, God knows who else in WCW. Instead, Shohei Baba from All Japan Pro Wrestling was best booker in 1989, 90, and 91. Oh, of course. How, how dare you say otherwise? He booked great All Japan Pro Wrestling shows, pal. Yeah, Vince McMahon orchestrated the mega, the mega powers implosion from his pool with Bruce Pritchard and Vince Russo, but that doesn't count, pal. That that means yeah, nothing. McMahon, Vince McMahon, it, it, he blew up the mega powers as Pat Patterson was there staring at his pecs in the pool, pal. <laughs> exactly, <Okay>. pal. <laughs> Pat Patterson, bro. <laughs> um, R- Ricky Choshu. One for best booker in '92. I don't. You know, I, Ricky Chosu, you know Ricky Chosu. <laughs> <laughs> no this idea who like, that is. Not even wrestling Twitter pretends to know these people nowadays. Like yeah, you know, Twitter being like, well, Khan's good, but if they've seen the work of Chosu in the '90s, oh, bro, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, then uh, Paul Heyman wins it four years in a row from '94 to '97 for ECW. That's pretty fair, I guess. There's yeah. nothing going on in in nwa and then, and in uh, wwf so yeah that's fair uh 98 99 2000 vince mcmahon jim Cornette wins in 01 for ohio valley wrestling well he was he was booking i don't even booking he was just like oh we have do we have, uh dave batista brock lesnar john cena randy orton sheldon benjamin and like the greatest class of wrestlers ever well let's just have them have matches with each other that's like all it was yeah, exactly. Right. Then you've got Paul Heyman, WWE. That's cool. Uh, I, I guess he's a booker. So then, guess who won it in 2004, 2005, 2006, and 2007? Take a guess. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> right. Gabe, oh, yeah. Gabe Sapolsky from Ring of Honor. Full Impact Pro. 
yeah, the Ring of Honor Booker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah. G- go ahead. I was going to say, I remember Gabe Sapolsky. He's the one who hung in like the best of the world. David East spends like five minutes being like, well, speaking to Gabe in ROH, and he, he said that the summer of punk needs to end about now. And it's like, oh, I, I signed my deal on the contract. And Gabe Sapolsky, this, so. Yeah, we all know Gabe. 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 And then, uh, Gabe. then Gato won it from 11, 12, 13, 14. And then Triple H and Ryan Ward won it in 15, I guess, for their work with NXT. And then Gato won it from 16 to 19. And then now Tony Khan is going to win it until whenever AEW goes out of business. Whenever AEW had they have a big dispute with people and they, they can't go on, but yeah, that's just wow. Yeah, that's best booker. Some of those ones, Jesus. Let, let's uh, let's go to promoter of the year, pal. So oh, Jesus, this is the I mean, Dana White this Award. Vince McMahon's won this point what three times? Uh, you no no he won it four times. Oh, so close. <laughs> yeah, Dana White has won this eleven times. He's been he's this is his award. This is the the, the Dana White Award, pal. So let's see. Shohei Baba from New from All Japan Pro Wrestling won it from nineteen ninety to ninety four. Right out all day. Shohei Baba, bro. <laughs> yeah, Shohei Baba. Then Ricky Choshu won it from ninety five to ninety seven. So is that um, Vince McMahon won it in nineteen ninety eight. 99, 90, 90, eh, sorry, 1988, 98, 99, and 2000. Right. Mm-hmm. And okay. then, yeah, Dana White won it from 05 to 13. And then he won it 05 to 16, or 15 to 16. And then some guy from New Japan won it in 17, 18. And then Tony Khan is going to win it until AEW goes out of business. Because he won it in 1920. Gotcha. Hmm. Easy. Uh, let's see. Best gimmick. Hmm. Best gimmick looks pretty fair. What do you think? Let's see. Well, actually, no. Hulk Hogan didn't win it at all. Hmm. Not even once Hulk Hogan won it. Interesting. Oh, NWO won it once. There we go. Uh, the Undertaker is a five-time winner, pal. Five-time. Five-time. Yeah, nothing crazy. The only thing ironic here is that Bray Wyatt won it in 2019. Yeah. Um, hmm. Let's see. Worst gimmick. Nothing really there for worst gimmick. Let's see. Oh, Michael Cole in 2011. That's funny. The coal mine. Oh, my. The coal mine. Oh, here we go. Bray Wyatt is a two-time winner of worst gimmick. So he wanted... Which he is. Huh? Oh, he won it in 2017 for Sister Abigail. And 2020 for The Fiend. Jesus Christ. Well, he might win another one ever again now. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me see if there's any funny ones here. Um, let's see. There's the Johnsons from TNA. God. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Jillian That's Hall. Jesus. Now, the Johnson, that sounds like peak TNA right there. Facts. Uh, the Great Kali in 08. Let's see. Is there any funny ones? <laughs> Stardust. Stay, I hate to say Cody Rose won't be winning that, that award anymore, pal. <laughs> God. 
Uh, Constable wow. Corbin, that's great. Yeah, I think that's. I think we pretty much covered everything. Let me see. If, let me just go through real quick. See if there's anything else that's worth discussing. Let's see. Yeah. Have you read any books? Have you read any any wrestling books or watched? Do you watch uh, any wrestling I'll documentaries? I've read. I've got this one here. Um, I've got Chris Jericho, uh, How to Become the World Champion, One Thousand Three Hundred Seventy Two Easy Steps. I've got that one, but that's about it. Um, oh, that one won the the award in twenty eleven too. Nice, good, good, good read. That even look, I draw me read that. It's pretty decent. Yeah, good book. Yeah. I have a few. I've read Bret Hart's book. I've read uh, Jim Ross. I've, I've read both of Jim Ross's books. Um, what's the other one I've read? Oh, I read Mick Foley's book. Mick Foley's book is that is a quality journalism right there, pal. That's I, I think that's the best wrestling book ever made. That book is phenomenal. What um what like hard what's it called hard times what is it a called? hardcore legend becoming a hardcore legend his first book mm-hmm. I've read a few I've read Brian Pillman's too Brian Pillman's is actually a good read good investigative journalism uh, let's see anything else here killing I think we've it all I think yeah I decided just I decided killing the business by the Young Bucks one in twenty twenty for best book so there's that pal. Yeah, um, let's see. I'm looking up anything, anything else. What a what a podcast, Jesus! Right? Oh, here's something funny. I just throw this out there real quick. Most unimproved. <laughs> that was that was a defunct award. They don't give it out anymore. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why <laughs> that is. Hulk Hogan. No, won. Why would they not give that award out? Who'd have thought? That all right. Hulk Hogan won that one twice. There you go. <laughs> Um, most obnoxious Vince McMahon owns that category. Just dominates for his obnoxious commentary in the 80s and early 90s. That's too good. Wow. Mm, let's see. There's anything else here, pal? <laughs> Hardest worker. I can't believe that was an award. A joke of an award. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, we covered everything. We did it. We did it all, pal. Wow. Well, that's that's been. I guess the roast of the wrestling observer. I guess I. Wow. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this one works. Hopefully you all like this. We're gonna split this up in two parts, so that that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll keep the entertainment yeah. coming, Maggle. Mm, that is unbelievable. I. Some of them, I, I think the. I mean, a, a lot of them are like dodge. I think the one, probably the one that sticks out to me most is like the box office draw one, in two thousand and one, having. Some random kickboxer from some Japanese deathmatch league as the bigger box office star than Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That one is just unbelievable. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of a lot of head strack- scratches, a lot of ones which are just unbelievable, really. Oh yeah, I mean honestly, truly. Um, one that sticks out for me is you've got like you've got um, the promotion of the year. WWE is only won that award twice or what three times that's too funny no they only won it twice yeah yeah they only won WWE wins promotion of the year twice that's just that's hilarious just counterculture at its finest what's the word when you're counterculture for the sake of being counterculture um douchebags I don't know <laughs> I can't remember I don't know I don't know yeah it's it, just... it, go ahead oh it's just it, it's like 
trying to always go against the grain just for the sake of it to try and make yourself feel cool because for a lot of these people they never were popular um they never were liked so to go against the grain and you know go vote for something different something that's more underground that's always the cool thing to do um these awards have really reflected that and uh, some of them i mean a lot of them are just generally pretty like pretty meh but some of them are just absolute howlers and i think hopefully this, this podcast has really exposed a lot of that. It's been an interesting listen, especially I, I think the way we've done this has worked out well. You bluntly describing the categories and the award winners and my raw reactions, I think it's worked out pretty well. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you've got uh, New Japan won promotion of the year 16 times. Oh, my God. In you think 38 it won- years of existence. I think if it won it 16 times, more people would care about it. It's funny that. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. exactly. So if that doesn't show you the bias, I don't know what will. Honestly, I don't know what will show you the bias, pal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think we're this. The goal of this was never like what we're doing now was never to prove Wrestling Observer and Meltzer's bias because that's that's as common knowledge as the sky being blue. You know, most days. The the fact of the matter is, what we're trying to prove is just how biased it is. I think that really goes to show you, like what we've just done here, it goes to show you that, and as well as that, it just shows you the IWC and. The real niche, hardcore, loud vocal minority has always been like this. It's always been like this, and we just proved to you. So. Yeah, they've always yeah. been this way. It's always existed. There were people out there in 1998 that didn't want Stone Cold Steve Austin to main event WrestleMania. They wanted like D'Lo Brown or X-Pac or somebody like that to main event. Yeah. And yeah, this proves it. So yeah, I mean, I guess any other, any final words, pal? No, not really. This has been fun. Um, yeah, leave down below. What do you guys want to see, I guess, going forward with Elite Heat Podcast? I mean, this was a fun one to do. Um, definitely a bit of a, a little bit of a spur of the moment one, but it turned out really good. Um, turned into a fun like conversation. We got a bunch of our bits in. Um, we got to really showcase, I guess, just how, I guess, anti-mainstream Wrestling Observer tends to be. So, yeah, it's all good. All right, guys. We'll talk to you on the next one. Peace. Peace.